Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, episode 179. This is your host, Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Astrology. So this week's astro, we've got a number of uh, things going on here, planets moving into new signs, and so we'll get right into it. Okay, um, starting tomorrow, J July um, 17th, Sunday, July 17th, we have, as we can see here in the uh, share the screen, and we've got uh, the Mercury has just moved in out of that Kazemi with the sun, which happens today, Saturday. And so this divine audience with this divine mother, we could say, and really moving and, and contemplating deeply, uh, we have a deep opportunity to connect with, with the divine mind and what, what divine mother wants us to uh, feel and um, express and be vulnerable with. So our mind, Mercury, right? Having this audience, this divine audience. I say divine mother because the sun in the sign of cancer, right? The goddess. So that nurturing part of ourselves, the part of ourselves that wants to be heard and gets nurtured by being heard. And for us to listen to others too in a kind, compassionate um, way is, is certainly, uh, these are all things that we could contemplate with this, uh, this um, uh, Kazemi. But uh, tomorrow when you know, we start on uh, Sunday through the following, uh, from Sunday the 17th until um, Saturday the 23rd, we are having, um, uh, so that's what you know, we're covering it starting tomorrow. So Mercury's moving out of that uh, Kazemi. And so it's under the, it's called um, combust. It's still, it's kind of like has to, run the gamut of getting out of this uh, palace where it's had this divine audience and has to, has to, uh, it's leaving. And so it still doesn't know itself. It's like we've, we're processing this information about our nurturing and ourselves and being intuitive and being compassionate and intuitive with our feelings of being vulnerable and feelings of comfort, food, home, security, mother, family are all what's, what's up. Um, and so, um, as you can see here, Mercury is, is conjunct. This is a planet called Ceres, C-E-R-E-S. And it looks like a Sith, right? Because the, the word Ceres is from cereal. The, the word cereal comes from, I should say, the word cereal comes from Ceres, the Greek goddess of the grain. And, um, and so this is about where how do we nurture ourselves? You know, when we listen to ourselves and we listen to others, is it in that kind, considerate, nurturing way? Is, are we making ourselves vulnerable? Are we allowing tears? You know, um, yesterday I, I just had to put down my cat of 13 years, Lucas. Didn't see it coming, um, very sudden. And I looked, of course, I looked at the astrology of that and the moon was exactly to the degree and minute partile conjunction with Saturn endings, sudden endings in the sign of Aquarius. It was very jarring, I wasn't expecting it. So yeah, it was definitely challenging astrology. Um, and, and so, um, but I, I, and I'm allowing myself to cry. You know, I've done my, thank God for EFT tapping. If you've ever had grief or anxiety or anything, the tapping is, is wonderful. If you're not familiar with it, I'll put the, familiar with it, I'll put the link below. But um, anyway, this is definitely a rich, ripe time to be exploring these things, to be really kind to ourselves. As you can see here, the series is exactly opposite Pluto. 
So we are really looking, this is a very, this is an important time these next few days when as Mercury uh, comes, is in that opposition and the sun right next to it, right? We're, we're looking at some really deep uh, power, power here about powers of mother, power of in our society, you know, what parts are, are uh, where our system is broken and what needs to be repaired in terms of, you know, developing a compassionate uh, framework in with which to reinvent our society. This is a really big, loud conversation that's that's happening, um, especially over the next few days. Anytime the sun is in opposition in cancer, this time of the year, the sun is going to oppose Pluto. So these issues come up, as you can see here, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, it's exact on Wednesday and their series with it. So uh, this, this year we have Ceres and Mercury there. So that is definitely giving us this opportunity to, um, to reinvent our speaking and listening with this compassion as we address these really, really deep pain bodies that we've had collectively, our collective DNA in society, as well as our own structures of reality, our own families, family dynamics. This is again, another powerful uh, time for that. So, um, you know, just be really, and as it's doing that, as you can see, it's trining, making a trine, my little marker. I love this thing. It's making this trine to Neptune, Doo, right there. I need like that for a straight line. Hey, it's Neptune, it can be wobbly. <laughs> so I'm being good to myself, no criticism. <laughs> anyway, so there's the, um, but here, look, here comes Virgo, clear all drawings. Okay, let's go again. <laughs> Hi, Mercury and Virgo, what can I say? Oh, I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. But anyway, as you can see here, it is making that exact, oh my goodness, that Virgo perfect arrow. Don't you love it? Anyway, so the idea being um, that it is making that trine with Neptune as it's also in, in uh, and then here's that sextile, you know, it's been in sextile for 160 something years. So that's not the news of the day, but it is with this, as you can see here. So um, when it makes, as it makes that trine with Neptune, what does that mean? Well, you know, what's what's an ideal, what is the ideal situation? What what can we completely devote ourselves to? Like a bhakti, I always think of bhakti when I think of Neptune, like the planet of devotion, especially in its home sign of Pisces. It's been there for many, many years. So it's this uh, developing this, this beautiful ideal uh, free of delusion and illusion, you know, really looking carefully, but, but want, but desiring what we hope and dream and wish for that is this perfect alignment of love and compassion and, um, and addressing the roots and our genealogy and anything painful from the past with that love and compassion, allowing any subconscious patterns that may come up to say, you know, it, it's okay. We're, we're just gonna be kind to ourselves and we're gonna reinvent ourselves from this foundation of compassion. Think about all the mantra and kirtan artists that, you know, how kirtan and chant has so much come to the fore in the last, I don't know, 15 years it takes about for Neptune to go through a sign. It's almost as long as Pluto. And so look at all those amazing, you know, Krishna Das and um, uh, the um, Deva Pramal, Jayutal, uh, you know, uh, Sanatam Kar, you know, there was, there are so many amazing kirtan artists. Um, 
MC Yogi for more of a reggae, you know, world beat, um, you know. Uh, so you think about that, and it's it's pretty fantastic that that is coming along uh, in support of this outrageous transformation of, of our society. All right, so like again, Sun opposition Pluto for the next few days, be really good to ourselves, address that vulnerability in ourselves, be vulnerable, be open. That is what is going to heal the toxic patriarchal structures that have been, have enslaved us for hundreds and hundreds of years. You know, uh, so, so yes, um, I say hundreds because uh, the, uh, I'm thinking about like the 1500s when, when uh, we had, uh, when we remember in 2020, when we had the big conjunction Saturn and Pluto uh, with the with the South Node and Capricorn, which hadn't happened since the Protestant Reformation. So you're looking at 500 years of a pain body, you know, of just that cycle, you know, but um, so it is absolutely, um, it is critical um, at this time, again, as we are moving through this Pluto return of the USA, right, it's a, it's a slow burn. And it's going to be happening, um, you know, it, we're at that point where one degree, or really at that point, as you can see here, uh, where 27 degrees is where, when the USA Declaration of Independence was signed. So we're in this really deep ferment. And we are going, it'll be back at exactly at that point, right around Christmas. So, and then it go, Pluto, of course, goes into Aquarius in March. And it's, so it's a process that's over the next year and into well into next year and back, it's gonna cross. So this is a very profoundly um, important uh, transit that is, you know, it's a slow burn and many, many fast moving planets go square and oppose and conjunct it. And so it's again, bringing up that change. So we are gonna have a big one, you know, we are moving through that right now, as you can see here. Okay, clear doings, yes, okay. On we go to the next. So um, I would say, you know, perhaps this could be about creating or working out a proper sustainable container or foundation or container to feed ourselves, not just physically feed ourselves, because that is certainly coming up, series about agriculture and grain, you know, like how are we gonna invent a society where we all take care of each other, where everyone is fed physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, but for sure food, food's coming up really loud, you know, with inflation and all um, backing. Now we did see gas prices going down. Of course, Neptune's at, uh, sorry, at Jupiter is uh, Neptune, which rules gas and vapors, right? Is, is retrograde, but Jupiter is about to go, um, as you can see here, Jupiter's at eight degrees. That's, it's about to station uh, retrograde. So I saw, interesting because Jupiter's about inflation. So as you saw, the prices at the pump have started falling rapidly. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. There's some good stuff happening here. <laughs> all right. So um, tomorrow, as, as all of this is happening with that opposition, um, Venus is going to enter the sign, as you can go back to the uh, Sunday. We can see here, as you can see, Venus, which has been socializing with merriment and trickster and curious, curious energy for the last several weeks in the sign of Gemini, you know, mental and curious and uh, networking and buzz, buzz, buzz. Well, now she's gonna enter the sign of cancer tomorrow on, um, it'll be from July 17th until August um, 11th. So Venus will be in the sign of cancer. 
And so this is, of course, the sign of the goddess. And again, like we, I've said it earlier, it, that's a mute sign, cancer being the, the crab. The crab doesn't speak. It doesn't have a voice, an audible voice, like other, you know, the other zodiac signs, such as, you know, Aquarius, the water bear, or the ram, the Capricorn ram, you know, Aries ram, Capricorn goat, you know, the, these are animals that have voices. But with the mute signs, the water signs mute, it's like, okay, it's, you feel like there's a mute button on, but maybe what's really being muted when you think about it, you might feel frustrated, like, oh my goodness, am I being heard? Am I, am, am I, am I, can I connect with people in a way that, that people can hear me and can feel me, right? You think about the feels with cancer being an emotional sign. Um, um, but I would say, you know, it's, it's very much an intuitive connection where Duke, where Mercury, um, where when Venus was in Mercury's temple of Gemini, there was a lot of buzzy head stuff. And, you know, that's fun. You know, Mercury, the, the fun, loving trickster, partying, socializing. But now when Venus in Cancer, it's more like, hey, what I really want to make is I don't want to make a head connection so much. I mean, that's great. I went from there. But now I want to go deeper and more intuitive and more feeling. So Venus in the sign of Cancer is going to be about from thinking to feeling, to bond not with our minds, but with our emotions and our hearts. Then uh, Tuesday, we have, um, Tuesday we have uh, Mercury goes into the sign of Leo. So Mercury has been in that feely, that touchy feely listening sign, right? It's been in that, the womb of cancer where it's really developing and, um, you know, wanting to birth something in that cosmic amniotic fluid, right? And then now it's like, okay, I've been doing enough feeling, intuiting, and now -da -da, the Leo lion, right? Mercury, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take that primordial soup and I'm manifesting myself in the, in, as the sun god, Leo, and I'm going to express myself and tell everybody I'm here. So I'm gonna work and I'm gonna network myself within, in terms of creative expression and bold adventure and fun. So from July 19th to August 4th, Mercury will be in that sign of, of Leo. And so that, that can be a lot of jolly fun. Now, of course, the shadow side is, you know, you may, you know, don't talk over people. Try, try not to, I work on this anyway. Um, but <laughs> try, try not to talk over people. You know, sometimes we get so excited. We're like this big kid, right? Leo, the big, the ultimate big kid. And we get so excited and it's like, and we have to tell somebody and we can't wait. And we, <laughs> we're full of, okay, whew. Okay, fire, right? Like calm that fire down. <laughs> it's like, and brilliant creative ideas are certain to come to the surface in that in that sign of Leo, uh, in, in Mercury in the sign of Leo. So self-expression all the way, party all the way, just have fun. We we need fun. We need fun. We need fun-loving, um, curious, and yeah, we take our our Mercury curiosity and then we apply it to art. And we apply it to parties and we apply it to being warm and generous. So you get the idea. Okay, then Wednesday, <clears throat> Wednesday, July 20th, we have Mars. Mars crosses the, the April 30th solar eclipse point. And so that's always, whenever you see Mars, especially Mars of all the planets crossing an eclipse point, that's when action, right? Mars, the planet of 
action and, and aggression and movement and goals and, and drive, that's going to hit the eclipse point at 10 degrees of Taurus. So whatever was going on for you around um, in, that, in our eclipse season, um, which was April 30th and then May 16th was a lunar eclipse, so that, that two week window, whatever got stirred up there, it's like, okay, it's time to move. It's time to, to, to get off it and move We're, wherever we've been stuck, right? Mars and Taurus is like, oh, slow and steady, slow and steady. It's like, okay, great, great that we're slow and steady, but now uh, it's time to, um, to get moving and have some kind of breakthrough around that energy. You know, as I said in my previous video I did on Mars and Taurus, you know, a lot of the way Mars, um, Mars is not really at home in Taurus, it's actually in exile. And so what Mars likes to do is I'm, I'm, I'm going to be me, I'm going to just me, 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 but Mars and Taurus is learning to collaborate with others. So if there is something that you've been wanting to collaborate for, something that got revealed to you in the April um, 30th to May 16th, you know, the eclipse season, then now it, what, regarding, you know, breaking free of old stuck feelings, maybe ways in, of being that are not productive, that where you feel stuck or stagnant, now is the time. You're going to find between now and Wednesday, especially it'll peak Wednesday, but there's, there'll be some action. Maybe you'll feel more grounded in what you need to do. Um, being centered and calm as we take action. That would definitely be up for Mars and Taurus um, at that solar eclipse point. But whatever it is, it's definitely gonna, you know, really move forward. Um, so a, a cutting off of stagnation, you could say. Um, the moon at the same time is going to, oh, by the way, I just wanna say about eclipses, you know, any planet that crosses, usually it's, it's something fast moving. It's rare that you have an outer planet because it's, it has to be in the same sign. So really we look at Mars as the one uh, when, when we have eclipses. The moon, every month, the moon passes those eclipse points, right? It's just the moon, it goes fast, 28 days. So you kind of get a whiff of those eclipse signatures, but um, it, you know the moon moves so quickly that it's, it's a whiff. Now, uh, Venus, it's a, it's a lovely little connection, right? But with Mars, it's like, go, you know, the, the, Hit that gas pedal. Anyway, the same day, moon, the moon's going to do a T-square with Pluto in the sun. So whenever the moon square conjuncts or opposes or squares Pluto, we feel it. It, it's, it can bring up a lot of deep um, emotional things, bonds uh, with family, feeling maybe um, insecure about security about security, you know, and with it and the sun, with Pluto and the sun. So it's that T-square. Wow, let me pull that up, hold on. Okay, so as you can see here with our wonderful little arrows, <laughs> here's the moon and it's coming into a T-square with the sun and Pluto. So that is a definite, and these are all cardinal signs, right? So this is definitely about um, making changes, moving forward. The moon in Aries is like, okay, where we, what we're, uh, it's, it's, you know, trans, it's in Mars's temple. So it's definitely about action. And what are we gonna do around our society, our women mothering? Um, you know, this is again, it, of course the moon only, it takes a, just a few, a couple of hours, you'll feel it. So this will be around Washington DC time, Eastern Standard Time around 8 a.m. Wednesday, the 
the um, Wednesday morning. So uh, even if it's in the sign of it, you feel it, but it'll be most acute in those early hours of Wednesday. It's like something's gotta give, right? Okay, so there's that. And then we have um, Friday, we finally have the sun comes into Leo. So we'll have Mercury dancing with the sun in Leo for the next several weeks. And that'll be so much fun. Oh my God, can you imagine? Like go out, go out and, you know, acting lessons, theater, parties, invite 9,876 of your closest friends to a party. It's Leo season. Anyway, I love that line. I got that from um, years ago. There was that movie with Tim. Um, oh, he, was, he was with Susan Sarandon for years, Tim Robbins. And it was the player. It was this movie. It was a spoof about um, people in Hollywood. And it was Holly Hunter and Tim Robbins were boyfriend and girlfriend. And they were in this, you know, very complex uh, studio politics in Hollywood, and and they, he was dating somebody. He broke it up with her, and he brought some other girl to a party. And Holly Hunter confronts him, and she's with the straightest face. Robert Altman, great director, right? With the straight face, she goes, "I can't believe you brought that girl to the party with nine thousand eight hundred seventy. No, actually, she said something like seven hundred and eighty-five of my closest friends." <laughs> That. It was so great. Anyway, so I ripped it off. I borrowed it from that. Um, that's my Leo statement. So the sun comes into Leo and I'll do a separate, of course, I'm going to do Leo profile. Yours truly being Leo, do you think? The sun is in its domicile in Leo. It's exalted and it's domicile ruler and it's the king of the hill. Mercury at the same time, by that time, We'll, so it'll be in Leo, but it'll be out from under the beams of the sun. So now it's known, it knows itself. It had that, you know, our mind had that deep download of kindness and love and compassion sitting on divine mother's knee, you know, today. And now it's like, now it'll come out and it'll really see itself fully. It's like, okay, now I have my voice. Now I can speak, now I can breathe. I can take this really important information and put it and go just be joyful and jubilant with it. How I connect with others, what I think of others, my speaking and listening and communicating with others. It could be jubilant, it can be joyful. Like I said, as long as you're not domineering, try to avoid the vanity domineering dark side of Leo, right? <laughs> so, but I trust you, you will be fine. Um, it's out from under the beams. Um, it becomes the evening star. So Mercury in, in evening star in Leo would be like warm embers. So it's probably going to be a little easier to handle that dominating Leo side because of it being the evening side, it has a more feminine yin uh, feeling to it more warmth, more, uh, it's less hyper, maybe there's parties in the evening, um, certainly a more um, jubilant but relaxed creativity. So I think that's, uh, yeah, that's about all I wanted to say for this week. And um, I hope you all have a very wonderful week full of, full of merriment, full of uh, soon to be Leo merriment. And um, anyway, as always, we are here for you. I we love any kind of in, um, sharing you have. How are you, how's your week doing? We, we love to hear from you. So you could either zip me an email, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com or really just leave those comments below. Like, share, subscribe. It so helps the channel. And uh, we're so thrilled to, uh, to be with all of you guys. So, all right, mwah, all for now. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Namaste.